Hey, what's up? I'm D-Stars with the D-Stars Show, man. We got a good one for you coming up next, man. Stay, keep it locked in right here on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcast. But check out this next show of the D-Stars Show. What's up, what's up, man? Welcome to another episode of the D-Stars Show. Hey, guys, we want to um, thank our listeners, man. Um, our international listeners, um, our percentage has went up. Proceeds. Thank y'all for all the support of the D Start Show. What's going on? Hey, hey, this is Kiva. I'm here. Hello, everybody. All right, we still waiting on the rest of them to join. Um, you know, this is their week thing with them. But um, anyway, oh man, the Chris Rock thing, man. I went back and watched it because I know we was gonna be talking about it tonight, man. Um, really, man, the show to me wasn't um really funny. Um, until you got to the Will Smith part. That's the only part that was funny to me. I think a lot of it in the beginning. I don't know. I think I never just really been a fan. Probably other movies, but not the stand-ups. But it was kind of just getting corny a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know. I felt like it was a Joe Biden. Um, you know, speaking to the world. You know what I'm saying? You really, hey, it was just like you just talking. You know what I'm saying? But um, really, by the time he got to the Will Smith part, that was about the only part that you know I, w- I woke up and was listening to again. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know how I feel about it, but the Will Smith stuff was fun. I'm like, oh, he's trying to get him back with these jokes and whatnot, which was all cool. But the beginning, I'm like, okay, can we get to the funny part? Right, because like we first started, I'm like, man, shit, I went to sleep a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, right. Yeah, but hey, but you know, some people were saying that he was wrong <laughs> coming back out like he did um, against Will and saying what he said about the movie. I get exactly what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. I can't beat the guy. I, mean, I enjoy somebody watching to beat him. But that you know, man got slapped. He could say whatever he wrong now. These people kill me how they want to be sensitive after the fact. He got slapped on national TV and they couldn't do nothing about it. Right, right, man. We're it's, talking it's, about a movie here. People crazy, man. People wild, and that man. That man is a comedian. He can say whatever the fuck he want to say. I agree. I agree, bro. Yeah. I 100% agree. And that's the thing is, man, people get so sensitive. That's a job. You know what I'm saying? Really... Jada shouldn't got sensitive. She shouldn't even got upset. You know, just like I said last year, man. Hell, she was sitting over looking like GL Joe. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wish Will would try me with some bullshit. But hey, anyway. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but shit, why we gonna go ahead and get started? Kevin, um, your teammate is not on yet. But do you want to go ahead and start? What's going on in social media? So actually, uh, let me see something. Can y'all st- guys still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, give me a second. I was prepared, but then I wasn't prepared. Oh, first things first, you know, my, my wifey, she about to start her own record label. Yeah, I know who that is. To my mother? Nah, Nicki Minaj. See, look, you you got jokes. <laughs> You look like Rick Ross if he was on dope. Has she said anything about who she's going to sign or like what kind no, of artist she looking for? She have not. She um she just she just um said like, hey, I got my record label it's coming out. She haven't even announced the name yet of the record label, but whenever it is, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and start rapping. Man, you funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start rapping, man. Hey, not to cut you off, Kevin, man. Not to talk about other people, other different platforms. 
But have y'all heard about how Angela Lee did the Breakfast Club? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I have been looking to that for real. I have watched uh, like some snippets of it, and they were just saying like how she kind of talked about how being the only woman in the room and how it made her feel in you know spaces for women on that. And I think and Envy DJ Envy, which is also a member of the Breakfast Club, he kind of went back and said something. Um. Also about like he think that she misspoke or her words was kind of taken out of context, which I think it, they were. She wasn't like the the literal only woman in the building. The show is like ran. Uh, the you know the hair producers are like women. The people who write their checks as a woman. I think she was saying like just being amongst guys all the time and having a lot of male guests is hard to get off the female perspective. But she did that show for years though. That one really got me though. She was you know. I mean, it's it was money in it too, you know, involved, and I'm sure she loved her co-host, but now she can openly speak out on it. But then you got other people who were like guests on the show who said it was a lot of time when Angela Yee made other women feel like they was the only women in the room. Well, she was jumping on the bandwagon, you know, with men and kind of like they uh, misogynistic ways and things like that. Little Mama actually came out and said something that was a post about that on um on the shade room. Man, you know she got her own. She got her own show now. She doing her thing. But I'm glad we'll make our females feel that way. You know, Kevin, Kiana, and now you new addition. You know what I'm saying? We try to make sure y'all welcome. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, think you got jokes? <laughs> I used to like, play with. <laughs> like, I used to like play with. But you know what? I'm not even gonna spend her because it is Women Empowerment Month. And I and find I, some safe to do now. Find some safe. To do. I'm gonna find some safe to do, but I love you, sir. Find some <laughs> But uh, what's going on in social media, man? Um, he's really upset about his daughter being on TikTok portraying Ice Spice. And, and I feel it because she's nine years old. She should not be singing on Ice Spice songs. That's not like no Ice Spice. I wouldn't, I say, I wouldn't say that she sh- shouldn't be singing them. I just probably wouldn't have uh, allowed that to be like so public on social media because I mean I was literally young as hell singing like Pretty Ricky and stuff I shouldn't have been singing too but it you wasn't like have been singing. but did your I mama know you was listening to it did your mama mom, know you was listening to it I also wasn't I also didn't have like a mama that was like letting me have a concert with Pretty Ricky and uh portraying that I was grinding on them or has she you know but these rich people it's so different nowadays like she literally had the girl come to her house that's what I'm saying. But then she like, it's too much. She came with my Betty friends, whatever she said. But she said something about a, a nigga in there too. And I feel what Kanye West said. Like, quit using my daughter for TikToks. And you shouldn't even let her be on TikTok. But like he said, the courts want the woman to have the kids 100% of the time. And that's fucked up. I got a question though, Cam. Do you, yes, think been, do, you, do you think it would have been a problem if he was still in the household? <laughs> Is he upset because he's not in the household? No, that would have been a problem because he been before he even got out with his kids. Ben, this been going on for years before he even left that house, a.k.a. his house. I also think, though, sometimes, like... It is, okay, like, it is a thing, you know, Ice Spice, she has explicit music and things like that, but kids in their mind, they're not sexualizing everything that they hear, like, literally, she probably doesn't even know, like, what she's saying, which is probably your point, that what? she doesn't even, like, know, Shaking like, my butt lyrics, with my she's, not inter- she's not you internalizing the lyrics. I mean, I'm you sure know she knows me? the lyrics, but I'm talking about as far as 
internalizing like the lyrics and like maybe sexualizing it or it being ex as explicit as it is you know kids just is like in their own mind you know when you think about it but as the parent it is your job to like kind of steer them away and guard them from them type of things so i definitely see both sides of it like a kid being a kid a young girl you know who wasn't young singing Brandy and Monica, the boy is mine when you shouldn't have even been thinking about no boyfriend, you know. So I just think it's all how it come out. Same category because they wasn't talking about fucking and that mop that boy is mine. I spice talking about fucking and all that in her music. Not in the song she was singing at the time though. Hey, but Cam, you gotta think about what that song that um that Molly Cyrus um daddy and uh the black guy, what is his name? He was talking about the horse. Old Town mm -hmm. Road. Yeah, but hey. After a lot of people find out what he was talking about, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you were singing that? What was he talking about? Uh, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he was talking about. Hey, you know what he was saying. <laughs> I think that um, I think that it's a real problem with with fathers being fathers, man. Because it don't really matter what Kanye West do or don't say about his kids. At the end of the day, those is his kids. He's the father. He should have some type of Say so. Authority over what they doing, and if he don't want his kids on the internet, then it's just like, yo, why? Why are my kids on the internet? And I hear what you're saying. Sometimes the songs can be harmless. Sometimes they they don't mean nothing. But the reality of it is, a, a lot of the times, it, it don't lead to that. It, it don't lead to that. More often than not, people take a lot of what rappers say further than than what it should be taken. And they start to, to kind of like idolize these people and live these kind of lifestyles that these people live. Come to find out these people that's rapping about this don't even live these lifestyles. Yep. That's the sad part about it. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with Kanye saying, yo, I don't want my kids on the internet. I don't want my kids being used for monetary gain. I don't want my kids dressing up as fucking celebrities or, or Ice Spice and shaking their ass on the internet. I, I don't want my kids doing that. She What's was wrong? not shaking her ass. She well, turned around when she said something. I spice talk about her butt. She turned around and then turned around. Again. I think we have to really stop over sexualizing, like sometimes because she's dance. She was any dance that she did. I watched the full videos. I got you know TikTok. They were not inappropriate dance moves. Now the songs, yes, and I I actually agree with you, Jordan. That like whatever Kanye, you know how he feels like. His words should definitely mean something, but as far as like us as outsiders looking in, you know, that girl wasn't on there bent over, twerking. That, you know, she she had on the wig, and it, it really was given to me harmless fun, but I definitely see the problem in it. And for me as a parent, I wouldn't be recording my child for the whole world to see, even if that was something I was allowing to go on. Like, some stuff is just not for everybody's eyes when it comes to your kid. But I don't think that she was you know, being provocative. I don't think that she was in no type of, you know, shape, way, or form, you know, over really over really doing it on her part. And it's kind of like a shame sometimes because all this feedback that we give it, that, you know, North is obviously like, what, nine or 10. So she know how to read comments. She getting win and stuff like this. And she's probably thinking, I had like, gosh, I was just trying to, I'm just, you know, I'm just having fun and I'm getting bashed. Now my parents getting bashed and, yeah, they probably just need to limit the internet, but those folks is way out of tax bracket, and it's some stuff that we just don't understand. I think they go through their minds. Personally, I want to do it, but I I don't feel like it's a, a right or it's a wrong. I just wouldn't have put it on the internet. I don't. Th I think it was harmless. 
But I'm if that's something right that now. the dad don't want to do, then they shouldn't have did it. Hey, can I can I just pose an example real quick? All right, so Ice Spice does make kind of like sexually explicit content. And as comparison, I introduced when Cardi B, you know, obviously she makes a lot of sexually explicit content. Cardi B don't even want her daughter listening to her music. Oh, yeah, I'm aware. She cuts it off as soon as she comes in the room. Well, I heard her say that on several yeah. occasions. That's what I'm saying. So if you can deduce that, hey, this might be bad for a kid growing up at any age because of of the, the explicity of it, then it's just like, well, why is it a big deal versus a man saying, yo, I don't really want my child doing this. I don't want my, my daughter on the internet, you know, singing these songs, living this lifestyle, acting like this, even if it's all in, in fun humor or something like that. Yeah, it shouldn't be publicly put all over the internet, but at the same time as a parent, it's like, yo, nah, we're not doing that. It's the same thing Cardi B said. Cardi B wants to raise an upstanding young woman for a daughter, and she's like, I can't do that if she's listening to my music. Okay, do you think that these kids outside, that they don't have access to this kind of music like anyway? I think I'm it's really just because it's put in a in our face like i said even to use like myself or like others as example like it's a lot of music i wouldn't listen to as a kid in front of my mom but that didn't mean i didn't go to the uh skating skating skate world and hear it played or it didn't come on the radio and uh, i guess the point that you're the point that you're saying is they sh she shouldn't be like allowing it it shouldn't be something that's okay in a parent present no matter what kids gonna do and i'm not fighting you on the fact about what Kanye said like so I think me and you touching just on two different points of the of the issue um I definitely agree with the whole part like about what he says and how he want to raise his kids and he should have that respect and not just be able to get on the internet and say that well they said fuck what I said I told them motherfuckers I don't want her on a TikTok and her ass still on the TikTok that's fucked up like that's fucked up I just think you know period and I just but I think on the other end of it like sometimes we just gotta cut um, just cut some things for slack because for the kid I'll be in good fun and like I said it kind of fucks with the kids you know mind and mentality and way they think about things when they see the comment because now it is a big deal now damn I did something wrong you know so when we right Nakiva and, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to let Calvin have it back I go think ahead, yeah. you're right as to what you're saying is yes kids are going to listen to this type of music regardless if they can have access to it but I think the other side of understanding is that, hey, if you understood why this is negative, then you'd probably be more inclined not to do or to listen to these things. Right. But that, that's, that's it. I'm going to get it back because we could talk all day. Right. Go ahead, Kim. This last thing, like, the the young women in my family, I don't, I don't play them kind of games. You know what I mean? Like, we could TikTok all day long. But as soon as you start trying to shake your little bud and all that good shit, when you're not 14, well, not years of age or older, I'm on your ass. You feel me? You're going to respect me. I don't care what you do when I'm not there, but you're going to respect me. And that's the difference between nowadays and back in the day. No, I, no I'm, I'm going to stop you at the back in the day part because I think it's just really that we so, I think it's really an over-sexualized thing. I think everything is just so spot on because of social media these days when we was younger and people had picnics or we had family reunions the kids was out there dancing they was but nobody was 
look nobody was portraying or you know sexualizing the children in that way so it wasn't really like a thing it's so much more stuff that goes all in the world now that's fucked up that make us have to like it's that extra guard you know definitely around our children it's always a guard but you know it's like that extra guard because we got some sick people in this world and we got the shit that's going on now is different but like little dance contests and stuff with kids i remember you know me and di- multiple different families that you know i knew from different you know walks of life like that that was a thing but nobody was like uh-uh that girl you know shouldn't be dancing like that or you know pop lock and drop it even then that's probably still teenager times but before it was like i think it's really now that wasn't te- specialization of things that wasn't teenager time for me don't put that voodoo on me like that well, young, it was even younger, so that's proving my point. Probably even, you know, probably <laughs> even younger. It is you know nobody's thinking like, or you know, whatever. But I just think that the world we live in today, it make it, it make it fucked up. These kids can't even enjoy being kids without they somebody saying they being too grown. You know, sometimes kids is being too grown, but you know, without somebody saying they being too grown, or why she doing that? You know, if you look at pictures from the nineties and eighties, kids, especially little girls, they used to wear halter tops all the time. Half shirts. I wouldn't dare put no half shirt on my kid. But I'm just saying, cause it wasn't look, it wasn't look so looked down upon, and it wasn't all this stuff going on. Do you use have, what color was your um half top? I had a white and black one. It had I'm, on. <laughs> I'm not going there with you, bro. Hey, I don't even give you the time. Hey, what's your next topic? Go ahead. <laughs> now that's all I got. Good stuff, y'all. Good stuff. <laughs> all right. Hey, so what's going on in the news? Um, so. I got the news, and I've been scrolling like my little news apps in the shade room, and I've seen a few things I want to touch on. So one good thing to start off on a positive note that I want to touch on, I think this guy's an actor, Raymond Smith. I believe he's an actor. Um, so he threw a day party for homeless people on Skid Row, and um, the event had provided haircuts, food, clothes, and um, you know, just fun stuff to do for over like 250 homeless people. So I thought that was something good that like came to the forefront that was highlighted like we get so much negative news on the shade room and on these new app on these news apps that I think it was good that they highlighted uh something, you know, as such. Two hundred and fifty people that's homeless, that's a lot to do and to use your you know, your money and um have people donate and volunteer. I think that was a big thing. Um and if y'all know Skill Row is like an area where a lot of homeless people uh, reside. For lack of better terms. Look, young kids, runaways. It's sad. Drug addicts. Big mom. Hey, but it's sad, man. Uh, it is sad with the homeless people, man. But yeah, a lot of people out there, man. Um, like I was approached the other day. And this, and this person, man, um, asked for money. But you were dressed in the newest clothes and everything. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, you dressed better than me at the time. And you asking me for money? Yeah, because did you dress like you home? Yeah, that's out of order, out of pocket. You gonna keep coming? I'm gonna get you now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what else in the news? Um, okay, and I know you guys have heard about this. So, the uh, the women and the guy who traveled to Mexico and was kidnapped by the Mexican cartel. She was just trying to get a tummy tuck or whatever. And- that's- it was a lot going on. And so one thing I had seen, let me see if I pulled it back up because I had my stuff ready. So this is what's getting me. The cartel has sent out an apology letter. Y'all like a real life killer gang and y'all got like 
depressed. I'm just like, so on the train room, it says Mexican cartel apologizes and turns over five men that they say are responsible for kidnapping Americans. And then the PR reading goes as such. We have decided to turn over those who were directly involved and responsible in the events who at all times acted under their own decision-making and lack of discipline. This letter reads, adding that those individuals had gone against the cartel's rule, which includes respecting the life and well-being of the innocent. Y'all got, <laughs> got whole press. <laughs> but let me tell you what I saw. I saw that they used her going to Mexico. This all alleged. I'm not yeah. saying it's true. That they used her getting a tummy tuck for them to smuggle drugs back. That's what I was told, and that's what I've been. That's what like. it sounded like to me, honestly. Because why? Are you... mm -hmm. But they was telling the news and her mom that, oh, oh, I'm going to get a tummy tuck, but they was really messing with those pounds. But I'm not gonna put that voodoo on them. You feel me? So that's how I, I got the voodoo for you. Uh, <laughs> um, that's what I was really thinking when I heard this story from the beginning. Because I'm like, what's the odds? And then, but the place that they were saying that they were traveling to. I'm sorry if y'all hear that pouring sound. That's me pouring my wine. Um, the place that they said they was traveling to, the area, um, uh, was a place that's well known for people who are getting like keep work done. Uh, it's called I'm a some I'm, I forgot, but I've seen it out um in the reading and then more in news just moving along from the Mexico situation. Um, Glorilla and Finesse Two Towns had a concert in Rochester. New York and three people died after being injured in like a stampede after that weekend of their concert. And I was just and finesse two times has went on saying many of times that like he can't be involved in stuff like that because it goes against like his parole or whatever. But I'm just like, dang, you know, prayers up for them because that's not a good look three people dying at your show. Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm glad and I mean nobody got shot, they just got trampled. Well, it was a, some alleged shots going on, and people start running and they start, you know, stampeding and things like that because. Yeah, why'd you have to get stepped on? Well, I think too. Um, and I fuck with Glorilla. Like, I love her music. I love her energy, and she has started lately becoming more of like this rock star character. Where like she's jumping in the crowd, she's crowd surfing, she's really interacting with her fans. And I think she might need to just scale back on that some because when you bring like that rock star to people. Cause you know people that go to like rage shows and stuff like that's a real thing. They be getting toe up and toe down. Um, I was like, she might have to scale back like her interaction with the crowd just to make sure it's securing like the crowd safety and stuff like that, so people don't get so rowdy. But it was alleged shots that went off. People went scared. They started running things like that. I'm just hoping her new interaction is not setting the tone. Right. You know how we do, KLA. One person running, everybody running. Somebody follow. They keep going. I know. Hey, you ain't never lied. You ain't never lied. So that's all you have for the news? Um, yeah, that's all I had in, in news today. I think, like I said, the biggest thing was the Mexico story, and I think we all have been pretty much following it and kind of inclined to the story. I think it do come down to she was trying to smuggle some drugs for them, trying to get their bag real quick, and it just went bad. And 
the cartel being a cartel, or you know, they trying to extort people for money. That is what it is. Um, the Skid Row Los Angeles story, I think that was super great. I just wanted to highlight that just because um, it's something that you don't hear every day. And for those who don't know, Skid Row is an area in Los Angeles where we talked about a, a lot of homeless women, men, kids, drug addicts, where they, you know, they kind of live there. That's like literally an area for the homeless. So shout out to um, them. And yeah, that's all I got for the news today. Oh, hey, what's up, Joy? You've been kind of quiet, man. I've been listening, man. I, I wanted to uh, jump in, but I didn't want to cut nobody off about the whole uh, Mexico thing. I think that's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I, I think that that's just asinine in itself because, uh, one, people got to start looking at the, the do not travel list, like places where you should not be. Yes. Going. That Metamoris, that that whole area under that's what I was trying to say. Metamoris, sorry, Metamoris, that whole area. Uh, I think it's called Talipas. Mm-hmm. That's a do not travel area. Mm-hmm. Like, do not travel there. If you're not from there, you shouldn't be there. Right up, you know what I'm saying. And whether it's for a BBL or whether it's for drugs or whether it's for a tummy tuck, whatever the reason is, yo. You got to consider everything. Is it is it worth dying over? Is it worth dying over? Because if you're smuggling drugs, you're dealing with the cartel. Is it worth dying over? Right. And and I think a lot of the time, people take things like that for granted. People take the safety of of the United States for granted because it's a lot of other countries that's better than ours, but it's a lot of other countries that you'll get you know you get your ass fucked up for real. And um. I think it's sad, you know. My heart goes out uh, to them people's families, man. But you can't, you can't play. You can't make decisions and not understand the full ramifications of it. You just, it's not a smart move. Um. So yeah, there's that. I'm happy to hear that somebody's doing some positive things for Skid Row because um, I have been out to LA uh, a few times and I have seen Skid Row. It is deplorable. Very, very much so. A lot of homeless people, uh, a lot of trash everywhere. Not gonna lie. And if you from LA and you listen LA to the LA is pretty dirty anyway, right? Yeah, that's what I was just finna say. I, I don't know who is worse, New York or LA, but y'all competing with each other for, for dirtier city at this point. <laughs> what you I doing? definitely went on a trip to LA and I was just like, Why is there so much trash everywhere? Like exactly. Yeah, rich people don't even live in LA. They live in like Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stay on. They the don't even live in LA. Yep. Because I when I went out to California, I visited LA, but um, I stayed in San Diego. I just did the drive. You know what I'm saying? When I wanted to go to um LA, but um, like you say, man, LA, it ain't all what it look. You know, like in the movies. Nah, it ain't. Um, so that that's what I had to say about that, and um. We got a listener letter here. Uh, somebody wrote in uh, asking for advice, per se. And I kind of want to go last on this just because I'm I'm torn between some thoughts. But they, they addressed it specifically to me, I guess. And I, I'll read it out loud. Give me a moment. Let me pull it up. All right. Uh, listener letter, I guess it's from a woman named Kenya. Kenya. Hey, my name is Kenya. I'm so happy that you all um, added another female to the show, but this question is for Jordan and the guys on the show. My husband is unemployed. He refuses to get a job and spends all the day at the gym 
and Tanny. Yeah, that's weird in itself. All <laughs> asked, I have asked him to complete at home. I never done. How can I make him see why this makes me angry? After listening to Jordan on the show, I'm losing respect for him because now I am paying all the bills and he can't even fix shit around the house. I was listening to the show in the car and he said Jordan is full of shit. I was thinking to myself, no, you are a lazy piece of shit and that's why you feel Jordan is full of shit. Please give me some good advice before I make the wrong decision. And it, and it goes on to say the last line of the, the you listening letter. Jordan, I'm a big girl. Keep it real with me because, you know, that's the only way I'm coming, baby. <laughs> it's just so funny that she addressed this. She wants she want that. She wants she that, that raw <laughs> She wants that BET after hours. Okay. That's what she, she like. Give it to me, Rob. Give it to me real. Okay, Jordan, go ahead. No, oh. hey, he said he want to go last. So oh, yeah. I, I got, I got a, I'm torn between two perspectives on this, but I kind of want to, I kind of want to hear how y'all feel about it first before I address. It. If that's cool, if y'all, if y'all want to put in input. Um, okay. Uh, so this is her husband one. So this is a married couple. Correct. Um, he does. He's unemployed. He's currently unemployed. Uh, all he does is go to the gym all day. And tan. Don't forget the tan. And tan. <laughs> and what was okay? And what was her? Is are those her main problems? I think I missed some in the middle. I think her issues. Uh, main issue for me, from what I hear, is Shorty is paying all the bills. And, and okay. then he can. Then he can't do the stuff that she asking him to do while she's out of work. And she's and um she says she feel like he's not even looking for a job and he can't even do the little tasks that she asking them for him to do around the house. He did. Well, that's wrong. I think I think she needs a P H A O. P H A O. Put his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he did wrong for real. So okay, it's one thing from going to be a provider and then having a rough time and holding your man down, but gym memberships cost money. Tanning costs money, so. Which, where you getting that money from? I'm paying for the gym membership too. And then if I'm going out and I'm paying the bills, I just think so. For me, I do have, I do feel like there's roles and relationships, but I think the roles need to be contingent upon whatever you feel like your roles need to be for your relationship. So I don't think that if it, it's nothing wrong or something happens or if there's a breakdown in the relationship where the woman has to go work for a while, but the man, I feel like, should be actively seeking a job, some employment, a hustle to be able to add to the table, bring something back to the table, help her out. And if you can't for whatever, if like let's say he's injured or let's say he was depressed and you can't at that time, the little task around the house, the, the roles need to trade off. If the roles going to trade, they need to go ahead and trade. There's no sitting around the house you know, being lazy, like, hey, make my lunch if I got to go to work or help it out with these kids to clean up around this house or, you know, get off the game and do something that's going to lighten my load because right now I'm helping us, you know what I'm saying? And I believe, like, a man's a man's role is to be, like, a provider. He's just giving lazy to me at that point. Like, you're not even looking for a job. You ain't trying to go get no hustle. You ain't trying to sell no T-shirts. Like, we could go sell water together. I wouldn't give a damn. But he's not showing no potential. No trying nothing. I believe if he tanning, he got to be white. <laughs> and it's given, why is you tanning? You enjoying life and I'm breaking my fucking back. No. So what, you so what, what did you say? Why are you going to tan? Why are you enjoying tanning? That sounds like a luxury to me and I'm going to work and you're tanning. That's not cool. 
Okay, okay. I thought you said something totally different. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you said he was breaking her bike or something. That's what I said. Like, I thought you said. Oh, I'm breaking my back at work and you having a luxury tanning session at the salon. This is what I thought you said. He out there tanning and shit, but he can be breaking my back. Uh, Well, shit, he probably ain't doing that either, so. (laughs) He breaking something, his little fingers. (laughs) Hey, so what do you think she should do? Um, I uh, well, I see. That, I think that put his ass on probation. What's that? Give him some time. Voice. Your, I think communication is one. Cause maybe he just ain't seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Like try to dot all your eyes and cross all your t's before just saying f you and putting you out of it like that. Let's have a conversation. Let me tell you how I feel. Let me tell you why I think things are going wrong. Yet, give some time for to show some progress. Get back in his bag, or you know, even as a one like for me. If that was my man, I'd be filling out applications for his ass too. Like, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm we finna go ahead and get you back on the road, partner. I don't know. Like, he could be going through something, but it sounds like he ain't going through nothing. Sound like he's chilling for me. But you know what I'm saying? I would be trying to, like I said, do everything I can to be a good wife and to try to fix the situation just be saying before saying peace out because they are married. Um, but at some point, if I'm doing all of this by myself, like where is the partnership coming in at? So I say put his ass on probation. Give him a little time. Communicate. Try to do your part. And if that don't work, you need to be figuring out maybe what's going to be the next steps or exit plan because this is somebody who's obviously not dedicated or feel obligated or even wants to make sure that you are taken care of and they don't care about you taking on most of the load. Uh, well, Kevin, how you feel? I put his ass out. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm with you, Kevin, on that, man. I feel like, man, I feel like, you, I feel like you're really taking advantage uh, as yeah. a man. Taking advantage of the situation. Yeah, as a man, you know what I'm saying? A man, as a man, he should be looking for a job. If it ain't nothing but um, temporary, everyday paying job, instead of going to the gym every day. I understand he's trying to look out for his health and all. He can go to um, these day labor jobs to try to help do something around the house, especially if you're not trying to fix the shit that she's asking you to fix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and at this point right here, I think she's writing and asking for Jordan. Um, not sure what answer that Jordan gonna have for, her, but me personally, I'm thinking she's looking for an exit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she wants somebody to tell her, "Go ahead." You know what, baby? He don't. He not the man for you. He ain't really living in his purpose as a man. That's what Jordan got for you. Need to go ahead and tell him get the stuff. Up. Hey, I'm I'm on the A, man. We're doing good tonight on time. We got another topic we're gonna talk about too. But hey, Jordan, uh, Kevin, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I want to hear Jordan. I've been hey, waiting. Go ahead, Joy. Hey, go, oh, go and get this young lady some advice, man. Hey, so um, first of all, to, to break this down, to, to to break this down from a high level. And one with Joy, I don't mean to cut y'all. Remember, yeah. he, always, he also said, fuck Joy. You know, he said you were full of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it, man. I appreciate all the feedback from the listeners. Good, bad, and indifferent it is what it is. Um, that mean that mean you listening. If you providing feedback, that mean you listen. <laughs> um, but to break this down from a high level, like what I talked about on a show previously, and Akiva, I don't I don't remember if you were on or not. I don't think I don't think this was during your time with us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's roles in relationships, like like you said earlier, and I truly believe their relationships are not necessarily partnerships, but somebody has to lead and somebody has to help. Um, just like with mostly anything. Right now, listening to this woman, she's in that leadership position in a relationship. More often than not, 
women don't want to be there. They don't want to have to be responsible for 100% of the bills. They don't want to have to be responsible for fix shit around the house. They don't want to have to be responsible for making all the moves because essentially a, a lot, if not most, if not all of that is a man's responsibility. So the fact that she's assumed this role and she's still in it, and I, I'm really curious to know how long she's been doing it because I argue that, that women won't support a man longer than like maybe six months. Foot like fully support a man, maybe six months, maybe a year if she's got it. But other than that, I think women's natural role, something kicks in like, yo, this is not how this is supposed to be. Uh-huh. Truly, isn't it's not how it's supposed to be. It's not natural. It's weird. And it puts a lot of stress on a woman. It puts an undue amount of stress on a woman. And I don't think that, that you guys are meant to handle it. I don't think you guys should have to handle those kind of issues in relationships. Because if you did, then why even be in a relationship? No more? Oh, which one you right? So th- there's that part. And on the other end of this, it doesn't say um, explicitly or not if he's seeking employment and just not getting it or he not even actively seeking employment. Whatever the case may be, yo, as a man, the day that you fall off and you're not able to assume 100% of your responsibilities, you need to be tightening up from day one. Uh-huh. That that slip up, that slack, that, that problem, that fall behind, whatever the case may be, you need to be overactively working to make sure that you're going to correct that as soon as possible. Because the reality of it is, most women don't want to support a man. They, they, they don't. It's an inconvenience. It's like taking care of a child at that point. And reality is, like I said, I don't think she should have to. I think that Buddy need to get his shit together. Honestly, I think it's kind of late for Buddy to get his shit together because from his attitude and how he's uh, talking about some of the things that I describe on the show, he's not, uh-huh. he's not actively seeking any help. And at that point, if you're in a relationship and you find yourself doing 100% of the work, I mean, 100% of the work and you're not having any help. And this is whether you're a man or a woman, because I I believe a woman helps in certain spaces, just not necessarily um, what she's doing. I believe women have roles. I I believe that everybody has a role. Everything should be defined. but I don't believe that that she should have to assume that role if she has a man that is supposed to be taking care of her. Now, I don't know if they have kids or not. The letter didn't explicitly say that. If they do, that's an even larger problem. And the fact that, that they're married and she's trying to figure this out, not going to lie, with, with the divorce rules, I'm surprised that they're still together. I'm, I'm very much surprised. And I don't know if maybe... It's always been this way, or maybe he fell off at one point in time, and you know, at some point she hoped he would get it back together. But I, I believe that women should watch that amount of time where a man falls off. If a man falls off for a month and then straighten back up, okay. Maybe two months, okay. Three months, okay. After that, four or five months of falling off, most people don't have six months worth of bills saved up. They don't have it. You're supposed to, most people don't have it. But after half a year of, you know, hey, I fell off and now your woman has to assume a leadership role and she got to do this, that, and the third and da-da-da-da-da and pay all the bills. And you're at home not doing things that she has, not even fixing up your own house and you're at the gym all day and you're tanning. 
I'm surprised she's not already cheating on this man. It's, it's giving sassy going to the gym and tanning every day, and I'm at that's work. Crazy. Like, it's giving sassy. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> if you go into the gym that much, you could easily be uh, teaching gym classes or, or taking twenty dollars an hour from people to show them how to get in shape. Easy. You might be going to see somebody at the gym. Potentially, I, I don't know. But I'm surprised that Shorty ain't already gone. Kim. What's going on with the nose? Are you okay? <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Bring it back. Hey, that cat went to sleep. <laughs> he said in peace and those off. That's the oh, damn shot. <laughs> I know we're going to name this episode already. Hey, sleeping on the call. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I, I don't even, I wouldn't even give this man no more chances. I dip. I mean, if I was a woman, I was in this predicament. I dip. I, I'm gone. See you later. Um, Side now after La Vista. So I definitely, so the woman in me, like I definitely agree with everything you said, Jordan. Um, uh, because I feel that way. Like I definitely want to be taken care of. Like I want to know that you can hold shit down even in the face of adversity. The only thing sometimes that I think that we have to remember is like marriage is such a tricky thing sometimes and depending on your values you might stick around longer than than other people. You know, or, or people may think that you should. Like we talk about like a six month span. It's a lot of marriages and relationships that have had this same problem and it takes like years for that woman to be like okay you know what I didn't did what I can to hold this man down now do I think it should take years no but I think at this one at this point the fact that this woman is indeed writing a letter into the show shows that she's out of options with him and he didn't kind of messed up so now that your woman is like trying to get advice from us because she's listening to us she like the feedback that she's getting that means to me, thinking about it, like now that I've kind of heard your opinion and, uh, you know, reflect the story in my head, she must have already communicated these things with when she's looking for a last resort or somebody, like you said, to tell her, yeah, just go ahead and, 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 and get up out that situation or at least leave and get your own, you know, or separate or whatever like that and let that man see what he's going to do to get his family back, to get back on his feet because, yeah, it's really just what's irking my nerves is the gym and the tanning. Like, are you getting massages too? Get your sassy ass at home. You need to fill out some job applications. You need to go down there to the temp service. Stand in line. Get you some steel toe boots. Like, I don't know. Go dig some holes. I don't know what you need to do, but I just feel like it's so many ways to get money. Even if you can't go back to paying the bills 100%, you ain't going to go get no type of job. And and another thing, dudes, dudes play the game. I ain't gonna lie, we we play the game, maybe not as good as women, maybe better, whatever the case may be. But the fact that he's comfortable with the woman paying all the bills means that um she didn't lean into it already. Well, yeah, that she's opened up a door to say, like, hey, don't worry, I got you, I'll support you while you down. And I think that's a terrible idea. I think that when men fall off, a woman's role is not to step in and try to take over 100% of his tasks. I don't believe that's the case. A woman's role is to step in and say, hey, listen, um, this is what it is. Uh, I, I, I have an agreement with you. We should have a mutual understanding. This is how the dynamics work. This is how gender roles work. This is not my role. I'm outside of my role. 
I, I'm not comfortable with this and I, I don't want to do this. But I believe that the soft side of women kind of play case or plays on this. Well, we can work it out and I'll try to do it and this that, and the third. And oh, well, don't worry about it. Fuck all that. Fuck yeah. all that. Yeah, not that yeah. don't worry about it because I definitely. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Jordan. No, I was just gonna say you you can't you can't allow people to take advantage, and I'm not saying that everybody does. I'm not saying that, but you can't allow people to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. You can't allow people to get comfortable, especially in situations where you're stressing the fuck out, and this man is living his best life. Yeah. Well, that's why I wish I knew the timeline because what. Just like to backtrack again, though, I think for me, when I think about me being in a marriage, like I think of partnership. Now, they always say it's 50, 50, 80, 20. And it is, you know, sometimes like that. My initial reaction, if my husband of umpteenth years or whatever falls off to be would be to like jump in team player mode. What can I do to help support you getting back to where you need to be as a man? Like support you, not do it. I mean, I'm going to do it right now if I got to. So I'll give you a little bit of time, like you said, one, two, three months. But I'm not going to jump in and assume this new role as the provider is going to be like, okay, well, how can I, as your wife, play a part? Like, do you need help doing these applications? Do you need help, you know, doing something, you know, like that? So that, because really a man, a real man, which he's not giving that, is going to always, he really don't want no handouts, you know. I don't see like a guy really wanting somebody to go find a job for him or something like that. That's why I say, in what ways can I be supportive? So I don't think that it's, the answer is like, if he ain't doing X, Y, Z, then you need to get gone. I definitely think it should be some time allotted. But like we said, it's not no progression or no moving forward. Then it's like, okay, what's really going on here? And am I being used as a as a wife and as a lover because he knows that. I'm going to have his back, you know, and, and stuff like that, because that's what partnership is about. It's about giving, it's about take. Everybody get used at some point, but if at any point that we're not beneficial for each other no more and I'm getting, like, drained and you can't even be a partner in it, you know, you can't even be a team player in the situation, then, yeah, we got to have a conversation. I do think that I hope that she allotted him a little time and if that she's coming to her whips end now that it's, you know, that that's coming to end is going to be over with. But I hope that as a wife, she did kind of cross her T's and dot her eyes, like I said before, just saying F it. Um, but definitely not get comfortable in that role because I don't want to do none of that. I don't like doing nothing. I don't like, I mean, I ain't going to say it like that, but I don't want to hang nothing up. Exactly. I don't want to hang nothing up. I don't want to, I really want to just go to work. So I can get what I, if this is me as a married or woman that's in a relationship, I'm single right now, by the way, y'all. But I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's once I get married, I feel like my husband should wanna presume those responsibilities. Well, you can't, okay, boom. But that what she talking about, that tanning and shit. And exactly. ain't nothing wrong with the playing the game. <laughs> ain't nothing exactly. wrong. I I don't mind my man playing the game and stuff like that, because at least I know you safe in the house. I cook you some dinner, we eat together, watch a movie. But you ain't got no job, baby. Where we getting the food from? I'm that. And just like I say all the time, just like I said before, women do not want to be in these positions. They do not want to be in these roles. That's the reason they got married. That's the reason that they found a man. They do not want to take on all of this responsibility of Doing everything, being in that in that number one seat, but being in that captain's chain, no joke. For real, though, man. My advice to it, though, I feel like, man, if you've been doing this for 
like you were saying, Jordan, more than a couple months, and he haven't um made an effort to get a job. It's deuces, hey. Me, you know what I'm saying? I understand they married, but hey, at the same time, when we got married, our vows said, "Hey, look, they said for better or for worse, but if you not trying to create the worst, I can't sit there and keep bringing myself down." And and I agree with you 100. A man role is to take care of the house, and now she's being the leader in that household, and you still is not. You not still ain't falling in place because you don't lost your leadership role and she got a leadership role right now and you still don't want to fall in place. You still want to you want to act like the leader, but you're not doing leader things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. You want to be in charge, but you hey, you, you, you ain't doing the things to be in charge. But you don't want to take no responsibility. Right. So come on. Everything that happened. Come on. Light bill come. OK, here you go, babe. No, it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what kind of man you are. I hope she played in the car again like she played it before. But I don't know what kind of man you are to be sitting at home or going to the gym while your lady working every day. And you can't fix the little stuff around the house. You know what I'm saying? Um, it didn't say what city y'all was in. But I'm pretty sure every city got hiring signs out. You know what I'm saying? People are hiring. People are hiring. You know what I'm saying? So you can find a job. It may not be the job that you want, but you can find a job. And, uh, you know, you, you got to bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, to get your leadership role back. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, you don't lost your leadership role. And I feel like if any woman got to do that, they don't have, they don't need to have a man. And I and I feel like 100%, if you got a man, you shouldn't have to do that. And you shouldn't have to, if you got a man, you shouldn't have to call your family, hey, look, can I borrow XYZ? Not when you got a man. A man he got to step up, man. That's how I feel. He got to step up. I ain't gonna lie, I think it might already be too late. Yeah, me personally, I'm thinking, man, that she's looking for a way out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, somebody, she she, she probably already feeling it. Hey, look, I just want to get out of this. But, hey, look, let me ask somebody, is it the right thing to do? Me personally, I do feel like, hey, look, if you have been doing it more than two months, three months, you know what I'm saying? Uh, especially if he's healthy and he can find a job. Because based on the letter, it feel like he, it, uh, it sounds like, hey, look, it's nothing wrong with you. You can go find a job. If you can go to the gym, you can get a tan, you can find a job. You know what I'm saying? So hey, tell at, me. at this point right here, he's he hey baby girl, hey, he he's disrespecting you and he's using you right now. You know what I'm saying? Even though y'all married, but he's using you. He's taking advantage, you know what I'm saying? Hey, if he wanna do that, he need to go live home with his mom. Exactly. And and it don't it it didn't even take the show for us to tell you that. You you knew. You, you knew that, you know what I'm saying, that there's a problem. You can feel it. There's a problem. Right. So j just like I said, it's not natural for you to be doing all of this. Um, it, it's it's not. It's not It's not really uh, ideal for a woman to be put in a predicament to where she got to take on all the bills, take on all responsibility, take on all the roles. It's not It's not realistic. Right. And that's, and that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Hey, a woman shouldn't have to do that. Shouldn't have to do that at all, bro. Yeah, and even for that that minimal amount of time where I guess a woman is going to step in and fill those roles and shit like that, even for that minimal amount of time, I still don't think that it's acceptable to continue to live that way. Right, you know, in, in, in a long period of time on that, man, come on, man. It's... Hey, I know most of the time, I know most of the time we say, oh, hey, look, we, we're not speaking, hey, look, separate families and all that stuff there. But at this point right here, he did it to himself. 
Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, sorry. I think I, I don't know if you guys heard my comments that I was making earlier when you were speaking. That I think that she's going to end up cheating on him. Like if she stays, she's going to cheat, and she's going to start losing mm -hmm. respect for him. So once you start doing that, like you said, and the roles change, the respect level changes because now I'm the big dog, and now yeah. this my shit because I'm paying these money. Like you know what I'm saying? So I think the if the dynamic changes, she chooses not to leave. She's definitely not going to be looking at him in the same capacity that she was before the situation happened. And he's going to probably start to take notice. Or he's probably not going to notice because he's so wrapped up into just chilling. She could be saying she at work and she going to dinner with somebody else because this is what, you know, this relationship has made her, her feel like. No telling what the intimacy is like if she's feeling like this. You know, women, a lot of the time, if, I, if our man messed up, we don't want to be intimate. Right. So... It's hey. no telling what's going on, but I see her cheating in the near future. I hope not. I'm not with adultery, but I see it happening. My thing is, right now, if a dude buy her lunch, he doing she he doing more. He doing than more than yep. So my thing is now, uh, and he did it to himself. You know what I'm saying? And and not and not the down women, but women like attention. You know what I'm saying? They they like attention. So therefore, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do at home, or giving your wife compliments, and somebody do it on the job. Nine times ten, bro, you gonna you finna lose your wife, man. And at the end of the day, you did it to yourself. And and I think Jordan, I think Jordan was really easy on you, bro, because he know you listen to the show. But hey, real talk, bro, I really feel like, man, um, it, it's a done deal with you right now. You need to get out and get a job, you know. Hey, contact me. I I, I know a couple places to hire, man. That I hire you tomorrow. I wouldn't hire that motherfucker if I had to. <laughs> If I had to, I wouldn't hire you. Oh, my God. George <laughs> Way. You want to give that man a job so he could stop going to 10 and take care of his that, wife? That man don't listen to good sense. She already told oh, him. Oh, because he, he said he don't like you. <laughs> he said Jordan full of shit. <laughs> I ain't hiring him for nothing. Well, sorry, sir. We don't have a job for you. I think that that's super crazy. Though. I love that she wrote in and um talked about that girl. Write in and tell us how it ends up going once uh you know some time goes by. I get my wine and we read these letters. Yeah, yeah, please let us know how it's going on. I'm interested. Yeah, I think that you need to get out of that situation as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get out of there as fast as possible, quick, fast, and in a hurry, and don't look back. Hey, hey, it is what it is. Marriages sometimes they don't work. Relationships sometimes they don't work. This happens to be one of them times where I don't think this is serving her as it should. Wait, how we doing on time? We were supposed to talk about. Oh, we actually did. We did. We're doing great, guys. I'm saying, hey, this. I think this is one of the most productive shows, man. On for its time and everything. So exactly, and you know why? Because we planned it out a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was lightly it, planned though. It still went well for the little talk we had. Yeah. Hey, I got a challenge, man. I know Kevin went to sleep and everything, and um, Kiana's um actually on her way to fly into Texas or whatever. But um, I got a challenge for everybody. Our Facebook, our Facebook page, man. We almost, we almost there. Hey, we can get ten more people. Each one of us that on the show to add ten more people to our Facebook page. Okay. And um, our Facebook page is growing. Um, Jordan, you did a great job with um the cards that you made, um, making it easier for people to find us. Um, the, it, it's great, man. Everybody, I um send it to today. They're like, man, this is the most easiest thing ever. Now you ain't got to type in no name, 
boom, you just hit this button and boom. Now you found them. So thank exactly. you a lot for that. And, uh, yeah, no problem. And I keep it in case you didn't know, we have business cards made, QR codes on them. Um, I'll send you some or we can meet somewhere and I'll give you some of them so you can pass them out so we can get some more. Uh, I'm like, don't we live in the same city pretty much? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you some business cards. I ordered like 250 of them, so I'm going to send D 100 of them. Uh, I'll meet you somewhere and give you some. I'll get Kenyatta some so we can really get the audience going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and ladies, make sure y'all keep writing. I guess you guys, too. You guys writing. And I'm I'm for the ladies, though. Ladies. No, you said it being quiet, and I am for it. <laughs> y'all write in and give us those stories. We need to have us some wind down wine time. I'm thinking about trying to Maybe get a segment going. I don't know. We'll see how that works out. Hey, yeah. So, so guys, what we were talking about off air, and um, we communicate. We got a chat group. It may be some days that hey, look, well, um, the girls just running the show. It has been days that um, uh, man, Jordan just did a show, but uh, we're gonna give the platform to the girls yeah. time, and we're not gonna water. So, um, that's wow. something different that we're trying this year in twenty twenty three. So, but um, we got big things coming, man. So, um, y'all continue listening to the mm -hmm. show, and we appreciate everybody, man, that's listening. Wow. And I actually, um, um, in common for our numerous, man, um, our international team, and I looked at it today, I was like, man, it's great, man. Uh, wow. It used to just be people right here in the U.S., but now we actually world wow. like Jordan said. The numbers are looking good, you guys. Especially what was the Ireland and. Ireland, man, yeah, Ireland and Germany right now is um one of the top internationals um that's supporting us now. We got people in Canada um, but hey, it's growing. You know what I'm saying? Ireland um in two days went from eight percent to eighteen percent um, and then I looked right before we got into the show, it was up to nineteen percent. So man, uh, thank you for the support out there. If y'all listening, um, right in, um, let us know how y'all feel also. Yeah, exactly. And moral of the story is, man, dudes, get your shit together. Get your shit together. If you, man, come on. And if ladies, don't take man, no scrubs. Yeah. Hey, my thing is, it's a, a man can only going to do what a woman allows them to do. Ooh. So at this point, young lady, you allow him to do this. If you enable somebody, guess what? It ain't going to get better. Because I promise you, if you came home and put this shit out in the yard, the next day, you hear the people out of it had a job. I, like I said, I don't know what city y'all in, but everybody hiring. People ain't coming to work. Everybody hiring. So, man, it may not be the job that you want, but come on. But if you want your family, which, like Jordan say, 9 times 10 is probably gone. At this point right now, she's writing Jordan. Hey, she just wanted hey, somebody to say, hey, look, yeah, go ahead and leave. But go get yourself together, man. If it ain't never for yourself, you know what I'm saying? Shit, then you got to just save your family. You should want to work for yourself. Yeah, because if she leave you, how you going to take care of yourself? Let's be honest. Cat's out the bag. If she leaves you, <laughs> how are you going to take care of Jordan trolling now because he's saying shit, so now he's trolling on that man. I mean, let's be real. If we're going to be anything, let's be fucking for real now. Hey, you ain't mind though. You ain't mind though. I'm yeah, real talk. How you gonna really? How you really gonna say Jordan full of shit? Jordan give a lot of good advice. Now you may not want to hear the shit, but I'm saying, to be honest, um, he do give a lot of good advice. Sometimes how he said, you may like be like, oh hell no. But for the for the most part, if I go back and think about something, it's it's real. You know what I'm saying? 
Hey, that man 110 away from being homeless, but <laughs> he said 110 from being homeless. He 110 <laughs> from being homeless now. He trolling. I'm telling yes. you. Let's be honest, man. If this lady leaves tomorrow, if she leaves by tonight, what he gonna do? I hope he live in a southern state where it don't snow. <laughs> <laughs> or what she probably gonna do, because I didn't see it happen before. Pull a move on his ass, and she been got her an, another house and apartment, and left his ass up in there to pay that shit on his own. But they married, so ain't no telling what's tied up in whose name. So that's hey. the numbers right there. Yeah, you you right. I just thought about that. If if they marry and and they get divorced, he might be yeah. entitled to half her stuff. Yeah, cause she making the money. That's some bullshit. But, but you know what though? No, like, hold on, that's how dudes feel all the time. Now. So what? But I so feel. But on, on any part, on any party though, I feel like. If you separated in a relationship, what's yours is yours, what's mine is mine. My thing is, if you take half of my shit, that's that's just foul. You know what I'm saying? Especially in this case right here. Well, yeah, in this case, you ain't, yeah. you ain't did nothing. You ain't did nothing, and now you come you come up on a divorce. Hey, I'm hey, my thing is, home girl. Hey, look, do what you got to do. Don't divorce his ass because he's gonna come up. Whole lot, but you're not talking. He yeah, he gonna come up on you because if you get the hey. Great point, Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I forgot about that. In a marriage, you get a divorce, hey, he can come up. So, okay. hey, if it were me, homegirl, hey, scratch what we said earlier. Don't divorce him. <laughs> hey, nah, I'm you gotta do. <laughs> he might be waiting on the divorce. That's why he going, he like, yeah, she going to be divorcing me soon. I'm going to give me a couple of dollars. I'm going to be all right. Potentially. Hey, do what you got to do, homegirl. Go get yours. Hey, come home when you want to. Hey. But hey, I wouldn't divorce that. Hey, hey, you can go get your own place. You still got to divorce them. Not to tell her to go outside and don't come back in the house till she wants to. Hey, my thing. At the end of the day, she control what she want to do because guess what? She's the leader. That's right. she, hey, if he if he yep. got plans to go out with the homeboys and she comes home and says she's finna go somewhere, he needs to stay home. <laughs> oh. Because she running this, because she running the show right. Because she gonna have to send him some money to go with the homeboys. Right, he hey, gonna say cash at me. Can you spot me twenty dollars? Hell no. Okay. Uh, I think that she's gonna lose a lot more staying in the relationship versus the monetary value that she lose leaving that man. Uh-huh. But you know what though? Hey, go ahead and write what you are gonna give his ass. Cause a lot of lawyers like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, this is what I want to give him. I just wait. Boom. Let somebody else have that problem. Take him. Hey, what you need to do? If his mom's still living, y'all take a ride and you drop his ass off at his mama's house. And, and, and then tell him, hey, look, when you get your shit together, then you come back over here. If I'm available. Because <laughs> she might have a new man moved in. Rodney probably moved in by then. <laughs> Not Rodney. <laughs> yeah, funny. But yeah, re- realistically, that is something to think about when it when it comes to getting a divorce. Nobody want to lose half of their stuff, but hey. If you take an L right now, and let's say you lose fifty grand or whatever, in the long term, that's gonna be better than you supporting somebody who is allowing you to support them and supposed to be um, the leader, the provider, the the support, the the backbone of your house. You're supporting that. You and and right now, mentally, I know this is taking a toll on that woman. Oh yeah, for sure. Mentally, physically, if she got to work all the time and she not sleeping right, you feel me? And then worried about what he doing on on other. 
I guarantee mentally the woman is not okay. Yeah. She's not okay. And I think that the quicker that she can get out of this situation, the better off for her health. And, and to be honest, Jordan, I know we had a show a couple weeks ago, man. Um, I may go backwards on it, man. Hey, you remember what we was talking about? Is it okay for a woman to hide money and not tell me about it? First, I was like, hell no. But in this case, still, if you got a stash, shorty, I want to put it in your dog name. Hey, take it and put it up. Come on. Well, they had it right now because she the only one making money, shit. You know, hey, bro, if she got a savings, hey, take that savings and put it in somebody's name. Especially if you plan on getting divorced with this cat right here, because this cat right here is just lazy as hell, man. Hey, hey D, re- reverse the roles. What what if my boy got a stash? If he got <laughs> <laughs> that's lame as hell. <laughs> what if my boy got a stash? He got about 10 grand tucked out for them tanners and them gym memberships. That's foul. Oh my god, he better say it is not okay to keep money from your significant other. I don't care if it's the dude or if it's the woman. I don't care, bro. I don't think that it's fair when you go into a situation planning for the end. I'm definitely uh with the I need like joint bank accounts and separate bank accounts. So I think it should be four bank accounts. The uh, the one joint you got yours and I got mine. Because at the end of the day, it should be an account where hey look. Okay, baby, you need to get to it, you can get to it. But yeah. at some point, you, if you want to save your old money. Yeah, I, I hear that. But, you know what I'm saying? Come on. I hear you 100%, but I think that it needs to be transparency. I need to know how much you got, because if you only got 11 cents in your bank account, that's a problem for me now. Now you pulling out of, out of the everybody funds, you know what I'm saying? I think it still needs to be a level of transparency. Yeah, you can have your own bank account, but hey, what you got over there? Because if you sitting on 30 grand and we struggling, that's a problem. I mean, definitely should be. I think definitely, uh, like, um, what's your for? So one for me, one for you, one for the one for the house, and then one like a, a group. It, it, you know, yeah. My thing is four. Then you got one. Um, well, it, I'm gonna say five. You got one for bills. Five. No, you got one, 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 one for bills. Then you got your own. Then um, he got his own, and then um, you got the savings. Oh, that's four. And you get the savings, and then you got a bill account. Yeah, that's okay. So that's for mine, yours, bills, and savings. That's for I think that's fine, mm-hmm. but I think that as a couple, we should be going over our finances in each one of those accounts together because you might need to move somebody. Like, okay, maybe I got more money here. I need to move some money from this account to that account so we can balance out the bills account. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. When you're saying moving, that's why, that's why we got a yours and mine. But that's what I'm saying. Talk about it. It's nothing wrong with having a conversation. If, if you're my man and I'm your woman, I'm thinking about what's for the greater good of us and our households. So I got mine and you got yours, but we might need to come together and talk about our finances all together because we might have to pull from something to pay for something. We need to know where it's coming from. I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like as a man, if my woman's saving money in, a, in an account, I shouldn't be trying to pull nothing out of her account. Well, not too per se, but like say like something go wrong, we face an emergency, we tapped out in the in the savings fund, but in my personal fund, I got a few bands, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just move this to that. You move this, you move some of yours to here. I move some of mine to here. Now we'll just make, you know, we re refunding the everybody fund. I think, I think that the the problem that I have with what you're saying D, is this: if I'm over here with 13 cents in my account and you got 50 thousand in your account, I'm gonna feel some kind of way. I get what you're saying, but, but I get what you're saying too. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, no why drug, you letting but, me struggle? 
But at the same time, though, if we saying, okay, we going in with these I mean, accounts right here, we got, we got our, you know, build account, get your account, I got mine, and we got a savings. At some point, you need, you got, that, 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 goes, that goes back to um, a show that we had and the guy wasn't saving. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know how to save money and the, the lady was um, spending all the money. That is a problem on any party because yeah. at, at any given day, you should make sure you got money in your account. You know what I'm saying? I got, this is how I work my account. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, I may tell you that, hey, look, I ain't got it. The reason I may, the reason I'm telling you that I ain't got it. Because that ain't right. Because, because no, I'm, no, I ain't talking about my mate. I'm just saying oh, anybody. Oh, okay. when, when I say, hey, look, even for myself, you know what I'm saying? I can have it. But even for myself, when I get down to a certain dollar amount, it's like, okay, no, I'm not messing with it no more. Because if you set a, you got to set limits, even with yourself, we come to spend it. Say, hey, look, you gonna hey after um three thousand dollars, you 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 hold up. Hey, look, I gotta wait until I replenish. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is, if you keep keep spinning, 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 guess what? Now you ain't got it. Well, I recant my statement. I agree with Jordan because guess what? Yeah, I if I'm trying to reverse it, like if my man got bands and I only got like a hundred dollars in my account, I'm like, what? Why you got me over here with hundred dollars? Right. Well, I ain't got you over there with a hundred dollars. Yes, you, you do. Over, you got yourself over there with a hundred dollars because no, yes, you do. Because guess what? I, the I need stuff too. I might want some too, but you got you got enough money to do what you want. That's gonna leave me out here. On the bare minimum. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna leave you out there because if you need it, I'm gonna take care of you. But at the same time, what if I just want it? it it's different between wants and needs because it's same, but it's hey. at the same time, you got you. Hey, you save. Hey, I, I, I told you, <laughs> so, hey, we saving, and you used to save too. So now, if you went out there and you wanted all your wants and you spent all your money, hey, come on, that's dingy. I hear that, but but hit me out on this, D. I would say you absolutely right, but I wouldn't want I wouldn't want it to be an account and her say negative forty three dollars and my shit say five hundred thousand. Right, because I'm reflecting on you. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. Because now my account over here is perfect, but now if we have a joint savings account or we have an account a joint together, you're going to start taking funds from that account. If I don't give you money, and I'm not necessarily saying that we can't hold either party accountable for their spending habits because everybody has to be accountable. You shouldn't be buying fucking shit that you can't afford. You shouldn't be spending your last dime every time. But it's realistically, if a woman got access to the accounts and hers, her personal joint ain't got nothing in it, where you think she going to get the money from anyway? Sure. And I get, I get that. Hey, you still got to take care of your woman, but at the same time, hey, babe, you just had twenty thousand dollars in your account, and now you're down to five hundred. Oh yeah, conversation. But yeah, because now you that's all a agree. big limit, D. Like, but I'm just saying, but now you ain't, but you ain't Gucci. You ain't Gucci. You, you come on now. You in all these stores that you buying all this stuff, got all these bags coming in the house. That's nineteen thousand five hundred dollars. My thing is, you're not being responsible. It's Everybody a difference. doing that. It's yeah. a difference. It's a difference. It's a difference if you out there, um, you doing what you can and you just can't save because your job is not cutting it or whatever, or you're not working enough hours and I'm working most of the hours. Okay, yeah, I need to make sure I get my baby allowance. You know what I'm saying? But if you had a stack, you had stacks in your account, and you just went out there spending like crazy, buying shoes, buying clothes, 
buying designer glasses and all this stuff here. It's time for us to have a conversation. Well, because- what I want to know is, so do y'all think a conversation needs to be had between purchases with uh with spouses or, you know, whatever? Like, do you think before I make a purchase over, let's say, if I make a purchase over $500, do we need to be talking about that first? I feel like this. Uh, Jordan, I'll, I'll let you get your opinion. I feel like this here. Um, big purchases, like, mm-hmm. when you're making big decisions, okay, you look, that's a family. Come on, family, everybody need to talk about that. Because I'm making a big decision, you know what I'm saying? Especially if I'm putting out a joint account, even if I'm putting out my own account. If I decide, hey, look, I'm going to go out there and buy me a bitly, I need to be talking to her about that. You know, um, I, I do feel like, I feel like the conversation need to have been had. But if it's something small and it's something I just want and it's a couple hundred bucks, hey, I bought this, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It's all depending with your money, your, your status at. I think that. And, and yeah, I guess you could be a millionaire, billionaire, whatever, and it don't really matter. But I think that in, in most cases, there's a level of transparency that comes with um, respect. And if you're going to make a large purchase, that's perfectly fine. Because, you know, I understand everybody wants to treat themselves, this, that, and the third. But it, it has to be at some point where both parties understand financial responsibility. Because if you're making a large purchase, so let, let's say, for example, let's say, for example, you have $20,000 in your account and you're making a purchase for $3,000. I think that, that that should be a conversation because, first of all, what is it? Second of all, do you need it? Third of all, is this going to impact other purchases that you want to make down the line? That's the part that nobody ever analyzes. Yeah, you can buy a, a a $40,000 truck and you can make them $800, $900 car note payments, no problem. But as time progresses and you gain more bills, maybe this wasn't the best decision. Maybe you didn't think this through because now $700 car note, let's say, you know, you, you, you paying the phone bill. Let's say you paying another bill. Let's say you want to go on vacations and you want to buy nice shoes and, Birkin bags or Gucci purse, whatever the case may be. But I think the conversation has to be had to say, hey, if you want to buy this, then you're going to have to put some other things on ice. So I I do believe a conversation needs to be had 100%. Because when it comes to finances, um, you you always want to be transparent with people because it's certain stuff that we don't need. And I think if you identify those things ahead of time, it won't be any issue. That's good answer, Joy. Good answer. I mean, let's let's be real. If if I met if I got a thousand dollars in my checking account and I buy something for eight hundred dollars, that's a bad move. If I buy something for four hundred dollars, that's a bad move unless I absolutely need it or somebody's gonna die. I definitely need to learn how to save because it'd be giving a lot of four hundred on the eight hundred dollars. Yeah, you wow. I got to do better because I'll be like, damn. Yeah, them numbers go down faster than they go up, baby. They definitely yep. they, they do. I'm telling you. So I, I think that the conversation needs to be had. People need to be transparent, especially if you're struggling, because your partner may just want to spend time with you sometimes. But... You're trying to struggle to find how you're going to make this money back or get this money back and this, that, and third, and now they see you stressing, and you're like, damn, well, what's going on? And I, that go for both parties, D, because, you know, I know your wife works. I know you work. But you you would hate to say, hey, baby, let's go to the movies. And then your wife say, oh, nah, I got to work. I bought a goddamn 
uh, uh, Chanel bag the other day and it cost $12,000, so I got to make that back. You would hate to hear some shit like that. For real. Let's be realistic. Yep. Hey, you broke it down, man, for real. Hey, Joe, do you want to touch on what me and you talked about earlier? And then we can um, continue on the next show? Um, I forgot what we talked about earlier. Ain't gonna what, what we talked about, what we talked about earlier, man. Uh, and we need this woman opinion piece. Um, you, your your husband, um, find out that um, you got been married 20, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. But go go ahead, I'm gonna let you explain. And you find out, and you and you know, hey. your your husband didn't know. Why? He clearly he clearly didn't know, but Why? he stepped out and he would have shorted um. 20 years ago, and to come to find out, he had a he got a 20 year old child. The child don't really want nothing from him. He she just want to uh, he or she just want to meet the siblings and her father. How as a woman would you take that? Wait, 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 wait. So he with somebody. He and they found out that they, that he got a, a kid. Yeah, but he didn't know. It ain't like that. He was trying to hide it. But it just came out. Oh, uh, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that like in a bad type of way. Well, I guess I'm more of like uh, when it comes to stuff like that, like welcoming type of person. Like you know, what I'm saying like shit. You ain't know about it. I ain't know about it. I can't really be mad at nobody. It might be different because somebody finna intrude on our family and finna change our family dynamic. But by all means, I'm gonna support him and like trying to handle his business. Like go meet your daughter. Like. Or your son, whatever it is, your uh, daughter, and let's try to see what it what do it look like creating a family dynamic from here. Stuff like that, it's no reason to be mad if that if the other party didn't know, you didn't know it was before your time. You know, stuff like that. It's no reason in ho- it's no reason to hold a grudge before. I love I love it, Joy, man. Hey. I love it, Joy. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie, Nikiva. You you uh you really got the ability to see things objectively versus subjectively. And um, I said the same thing to D earlier. I said, I'm not finna run around being dishonest about something. If I wasn't cheating and I wasn't doing no wrong and I wasn't up to no good, yo, I'm I'm not about to make this bigger than what it is. You know what I'm saying? And honesty hurts a lot of the time. It does. It's just matter of fact, honesty hurts a lot of time. But realistically, that's part of your life now. People's lives change every day. You know what I'm saying? So the worst thing you could do if your life changed is try to avoid it or try to ignore it or try to just push it off to the side and sweep it under the rug. Because that that go to show what kind of man you is, but especially if you got a kid out there, you ain't been taken care of in 20 years, this, that, and the third. Let's be fucking for real. If we gonna be anything like and that. And at that point, they grown. You know, they grown. So it's really now more of just building a bond versus you literally having to take care or have an extra burden. Exactly. You know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, it's not like an extra burden is in your life. Well, no, knowing what type of condition that the uh, that the child is in, but on the woman's side, like, obviously, you might be, um, you might be hurt, you might be a little disappointed, might be a little shocked, but there's no real, like, if I didn't get, like, cheated on, there wasn't a secret baby that you knew about, you out there paying this bribe behind my back, it's like, okay, what can we do to make, you know, I just, that's how I would look at it going in. I know I'll probably be fucked up about it, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I ain't saying I'm gonna be happy-go-lucky, but I'll be like, goddamn, this is different. Oh, my God. Like, you got a baby, a baby. But 
You know, kids don't <laughs> ask to be here no matter how old they is. So it's no grudge to be held towards the child. If that happened before you, it's like, who gives a fuck about who the baby mama was? Especially we already been together all these years and I'm finding out when you find out, like, nah, we just gonna handle our business and try to incorporate and, you know, make this blended family as much as we can with as least problems as we can. Because the, mo the more you fight it, the more fucked up the situation gonna be. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's all I said. Me and D was talking about it earlier. Be transparent, bro. Especially if, if you won't, if you knew you wasn't up to no good, and maybe the mother of the child just hid it from you for a long time. Yo, be transparent. Because listen, shorty, if you wanted them, you think nobody else wanted them. What? Pete, yo. Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. Yeah, maybe he should have been more careful about, you know, what he had going on at the time if he was sleeping with multiple women. But the reality of it is we're past that. We, we 20 years down the line. I got a son or a daughter or whatever the case may be, and they want to know their father. I think that it will be selfish. For him not to engage in that relationship or indulge in meeting um, his child. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. I think it's been another great episode, man. Man, this has been another very productive episode of the D Stock Show. Insanely productive. Good on time. Good on feedback. Um, good conversation. We, yeah, we gotta talk to Calvin though, but. Too <laughs> we got hey, this, this is the second show this man I went to sleep on. Man. We, we finna have to get him tested for sleep apnea or something like that. Hey, this cat was crazy snowing on the show, man. <laughs> yeah, out of there. I keep getting disconnected, but yeah, great show, you guys. Great dialogue. We did a good job of not <laughs> talking over each other as much as uh as usual. So good shit. Yeah. Hey, we didn't have that with Bill this time, Jordan. Nah, nah, and, and I'm I'm glad that we're able to organize <laughs> these things. And as we get better, we'll we'll be able to do it more dynamically, more effortlessly, uh, just like how we did today, but even better. All right, man. If anybody have anything else, man, um, do you want to close up? Uh, I got a couple things. So now we got the new business cards. We do have a link tree, guys. Uh, if you see one of us out, uh, scan the QR code. We are gonna put it on the Facebook. It'll take you to our link tree where you can listen to. The show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, it'll connect you to our Facebook page. And we now have a contact us feature. So you can type your name, uh, your telephone number, uh, a message if you want. It's only 500 characters, so don't get to explain your whole life. <laughs> you want to do that, it's an email. But we have a contact form. If you want topics for us to touch on or if you have things that you want to say, just small pieces of feedback, whatever it is, good or bad or indifferent, if you... Want to call me a fucking asshole? You know what I'm saying? Put that on the contact us form. We'll see it. Take the feedback back, and um, yeah, we, we'll start reading some of those on the shows. Just keep them going, keep them rolling in, and um, yeah, I, I think that's that's all I got, man. It's been and, one, and one more thing before we close out, the oh, keep uh, tell them about the event that we're having next month that we'll be at. Oh, uh, yeah. oh go ahead, Nikki. Go ahead. We're talking about um, the mommies are magic, right? Yes. Okay, so April 30th, uh, Kenyatta, one of the hosts on the show, she is hosting a Mommy's Art Magic event uh, for her non-for-profit organization. It's going to be lots of vendors. It's going to be brunch. Uh, tickets are back live right now. I think they had uh, sold out and closed, and she opened it back up for additional seats. So tickets are back out live right now. You can find her and um, 
the ticket link on Facebook at Mommy's Are Magic on Facebook. Uh, we are going to be trying to be in attendance as a uh, as a group, as a show. Maybe do a little interview and a little talking to uh, the people that's out there. So show her some love on the page, even if you can't attend. But uh, tickets should be live. All right. Join you have anything else? This has been another motherfucking episode of the Beast Talk Show, baby. And we out. Hey, we out. See y'all.